a lot of leaders struggling to get their people back into the office mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like, how do I do that? Do, do they need food brought to them every single day? Do they need, um, you know, everybody's trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes back to meeting people where they are and being authentic with your people. And so... Welcome to High Trust Professionals, a podcast where we interview top industry and community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to High Trust Professionals podcast. I am Lynette Aerosmith, your podcast host. And with me today, I'm so excited, Christy. Hello. Thanks for coming. You're Thanks welcome. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Christy Anderson is here to talk about a multitude of things. I don't know, we might be here for a while. <laughs> no, we won't, I promise. We can just pick a few, right? We'll pick yeah. a few, yeah, we'll pick a few. So why don't you just introduce yourself sure. to our audience. Who are you, what do you do, and then we'll go from there. Sure, so as Lynette mentioned, my name is Christy Anderson, and. I wear a few different hats, actually, yes. Lynette. Yeah, so I mean, first and foremost, I'm a wife and a mom to two teenage kids who are involved in a lot of sports. Yeah. So that takes a lot of my time. Yeah. But uh, my day job during the day, I'm a full-time commercial real estate broker at CBRE. I'm a vice president of brokerage there. Mm -hmm. But then I also have about 20 years of experience in communications and public relations. And so I, um, I am a co-founder of a public relations and marketing company called Moxie 16. So we have a number of clients on that side as well. So, and then I do some volunteer work in the community and um, yeah, that pretty much yeah. takes up all of my time. I would, you know, the first thing I asked Christy when she got here was, do you sleep? I'm pretty sure you don't sleep. I do. Because, yeah, well, we all need our sleep, yeah. right? Well, when I was making my notes about uh -huh. you, I said just that. Um, Vice President of CBRE, of course, co-founder Moxie 16, super cool. Thank super. you. And I mean, all your media splash that you've been putting out there, your photos are really awesome. Um, I followed that by wife, mom of two, yeah. and media extraordinaire. Mm. So all of, because really that part of your world goes way back. Way back, and that's yeah. where all of this started. So if you wanna kinda go backwards, and what's kinda neat too about when you get to the age that I'm at, and I've had, I've already worked for a good 25 years. Yeah. You can kind of go up here and look down and say, oh, you know, that connected me to this and that connected me to this. And it's really mm -hmm. neat to see that patchwork quilt yeah. and oh, of your cool. life, you know uh -huh. what I mean? And uh -huh. see yeah. what parts and pieces fit together. And so I started my career in, uh, I went to college at the University of Nebraska Lincoln to journalism school. All I wanted to do was be a broadcaster yeah. and I did that for and 15 did, years. Right. So I worked in newsrooms all over the country for about 15 years, covered everything from Hurricane Katrina, presidential oh campaigns, a number of things. When we were in, I was working at a, a station in Michigan at the time and, and I got pregnant with my son who's now 16 and I was ready to move up another market size. So in news, that's what you do. Every yeah. few years you move up market sizes to try to get to a bigger market. And I was in a pretty good sized market at that time. But my husband looked at me, who he's also from Omaha, and he said, I don't wanna to move to another city. Now that we have a little boy, let's go back to Omaha. We mm -hmm. both knew we wanted to raise our kids here. Yeah. So took a pay cut, came back to Omaha. To um, your roots? To, yeah, well, I'm actually from South Dakota originally. 
but I've been down I, here I for a long time. Uh -huh. I'm a farm kid from South Dakota. Oh my gosh. Um, grew up in a town of 800 people and had 40 kids in my class. Wow. So, you know, a kid growing up in a small town, there's some really awesome things about that. You have the opportunity to play every sport and to, because if there, if you didn't, there wouldn't be a team, right. you know? So, yeah. So I learned about, um, hard work and teamwork mm -hmm. and all of those things at a very early cool. age. And so, and then off you went to the university of Nebraska. Yeah. That much bigger, yeah. much bigger. Right. right. And to follow your dream. I did. And I loved it. And like yeah. I said, I thought that's all I would do, but life takes you on different twists and turns. And so, mm -hmm. and all of the decisions I've made throughout my career have been because of my kids and my family. And I don't, so I have no regrets no. about that's those, awesome. that path. And so I came back and I was at channel seven here in Omaha for a while and um, for another four years and anchored a couple nights a week and mm -hmm. did consumer investigative reporting and loved it. But then I thought, well, I'm not moving up in this world anymore. Yeah. I've kind of been there and come mm -hmm. back down. So what else do I want to do? Mm -hmm. So I spun out of that and I uh, worked for uh, Senator Mike Johans. I was his Nebraska press secretary in the United States Senate for mm -hmm. a time. And so I handled media and communications for him and helped him engage around the state of Nebraska while mm -hmm. he was in that office. And then he uh, chose not to run again. And then I hopped over to Mecca and I ran communications for all of the events venues in our wonderful city. So the CHI Health Center and Charles Schwab Field, and at that time, the Omaha Civic Auditorium. So I did just a ton of awesome communications work for College World Series, the swim trials, boxing, a number of events. Love that world. All of those cool things that come to Omaha. Yes. People don't always realize that. No. Okay, so pause. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't I tell you she'd be awesome? <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay, so back up the bus. Your yeah. 16 year old, is he driving? Oh God, yes. Well, you know, it's so scary. He is, he's driving. And then I've got a 14 year old right behind him that oh she's already asking for her learner's permit. Oh. So yeah, he's he's getting better. Uh, knock on wood, yeah. there's been no accidents to this point, but yeah. I'm just, I, I'm so nervous about him every time he gets in the car, because he's a boy, first of all. and. I think teenage boys sometimes leave their heads behind. And, um, <laughs> I don't so, know anything about yeah, that. Right? Yeah, right? So he's a good kid. He's a, he's Both my kids are great kids. They're involved in a lot of sports. They're good athletes. They're good students. Um, go to youth group. I mean, I'm really a lucky parent, yeah. you know? Well, um, you know what? Good kids come from good parenting. So, so let's, let's define a few things. Yeah. I love to talk to other professionals super successful professionals about success you've done so many things you i mean really it's so so exciting and impressive to even have an opportunity to visit by the oh, way i was trying to think we i couldn't even remember the first time we met it's been a long time ago it's been a long time ago probably i think we met when i first so when i left mecca that job that was about six years ago yeah. to do to jump off the cliff and to go to 100% commission in commercial real estate yes. and to do my own thing. And lots of people thought I was nutso. Um, and they probably still do, but it's actually going really well. Right. So yeah. it's okay. Yeah. But I think you and I met in a networking situation um, way back then. So we've so. probably known each other for, for at least five years. Yeah, now. several years. Because I thought, you know what? She's cool. And I, she could be my friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know how you just connect with yeah, someone. So sure. I'm glad that we've been able to, to stay in touch. So yeah. define success for me. You've done so many things and so many 
venues and yeah. avenues. What does success look like to you? You know, it, it, it looks different for every person, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, I mean, I am always learning. Mm -hmm. So for me, success means never staying stagnant or comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I'm always learning. I'm not one that could be in a job for 20 years. Yeah. I need to always be doing something different, obviously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I must, maybe I have adult ADHD. I don't know what I have, but I'm always, I'm yeah. wired to just constantly go, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and being a journalist for all those years on tight deadlines, I mean, that probably, I think I was wired that way for mm -hmm. that job, but that really conditions you to always be moving. And so for me, I feel like, I'm successful when I can continue to try and learn new things and challenge myself mm -hmm. in different ways. Mm -hmm. um, of course, everyone's afraid of the, the F word, which is failure, but I've gotten to a point finally in my life, I think, where I'm trying to teach my kids this, is that if you're not failing, you're not really trying and you're not learning. And so, um, so I'm trying to not be afraid of that in this mm -hmm. part of my life. I think failing forward, Yes, that's what I've always, Failing, it's okay because yeah. you learn from it and then you grow and you move on. Right. Move on, move up, whatever the case might be. So, you've worked a lot of places, done a lot of things, reported to different leaders. Mm -hmm. How would you define leadership? Like, what's a good leader look like to you? I think this is such a great question right now, too, yeah. as we talk about um, the office environment in general and a lot of people. A lot of leaders struggling to get their people back into the office mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like how do I do that do, do they need food brought to them every single day do they need um, you know everybody's trying to figure it out mm -hmm. and I think it comes back to meeting people where they are and being authentic with your people and so mm -hmm. what does Lynette need and want and trying to find out about Lynette as a person mm -hmm. and understand what works for her and what kind of flexibility she needs with her family and her life. I think if we just get back to being good people and not this division, there's not, it's a team, right? Mm -hmm. And if, if you're a good leader, you bring out the best in your people and and you're a servant leader. Yeah, you, exactly. You know, you you care, truly, authentically care about your people because I tell you what, if you don't authentically care, you could you could bring in lunch every day and you could say, you can use the buzzwords like culture and all of these things, but if you're not walking the talk, people see right through that. Mm -hmm. And so I think just truly being an advocate for your people and wanting everybody to succeed rises the tide. Yes. When all boats rise, everyone yeah. does, right? Yeah. So I think to me that's, a good leader and so when you see that it's it's pretty cool um, and I've been lucky to see lots of great examples mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. I've also seen some not great sure. examples of that yeah I yeah. think yeah I think we all have yeah. for sure you know I love um, John Maxwell mm -hmm. if you've read any mm -hmm. of his he's you know he talks and writes about servant leadership and um, you know, he's got some great writings around that. Some, I want to say one book I have is more of even a daily devotional, right. like one little blurb a day, you know, because he does lean toward the Christian side of his sure. teachings, sure. which I also love. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think also as leaders, we have to remember that sometimes we might not lead a company or an office, 
or even people, but we lead ourselves, we lead maybe our family. That's right. By example, in all those ways. We're all leaders, in, in, and yeah, we right. should think of ourselves in that way. Absolutely. So, how do you, how do you distinguish yourself from others? Oh, how do you set yourself apart? Right. You know, when I start new things, um, so if you look at my Gallup strengths, I can I think it kind of explains it a little bit, right? Yeah. So it's woo is number one. Oh my gosh! Communication, <laughs> of course. Strategic mm -hmm. achiever competition. Yeah. So very extroverted, very outgoing. I'm not risk averse. I'll just yeah. I'll take the lead. Yeah. But when I do get into a situation, and, and I currently, like six months ago, moved uh, brokerage firms. So I'm at a new firm within the last six months. And so here's a new environment. Mm -hmm. So I kind of try to take my time a little bit to understand the environment that I'm in yeah. and understand what my niche could be. Because I believe that if I, let me look at my playing field and let me figure out where I can win. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how I, that's strategic. Things. That's my strategic. That is strategic. I love that. Because sometimes we have to watch first. Mm -hmm. We have to sit back and pay attention first. Right. I love that. So you're used to being on camera and you're used to being, I've seen you, um, it was at one of the Crawford fights. Oh, okay. Actually here in town. I can't remember how many years ago it was he was doing something. And it was fun to watch you in your element. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to know what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to oh, you, whether it was in front of a camera, in front of a crowd, what would that be? Can you think of one? Oh, I can't. I'm sure, you know, I think what I was in, going <laughs> way back to, our embarrassing moments always tend to happen when we're kids, right? I mean, I think, um, I played a lot of sports in high school because I was from a small town yeah. and you had yeah. to. So I was a cheerleader, but I also played basketball. Track was my main sport. Oh. I was a sprinter. Um, but I also, uh, so I loved the 100, 200 and all the sprints, the mm -hmm. quick races. Mm -hmm. And I did well in those, but my coach, oh, he would always put it, also put us in the mile relay, which was the oh, last no. event of the day. <laughs> So it's a, you know, everybody's running a 400, which is, if you know anything about that race, yes. it's a gut check, it is. right? It's a yeah. sprint all the way out. And by the time you get to that last turn, your legs are a complete jello. Yeah. And I was running that at one point, And I'm pretty certain that before I got to the finish line, I fell flat on my face oh, no. and had to kind of roll off. <laughs> so that was kind of embarrassing. And I think I've probably got other embarrassing Yeah moments throughout my life yeah. where I went in a men's restroom instead of a women's and realized it real yeah, quick. Yeah, I mean, we all yeah, have those, yeah, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But I would say, yeah. Luckily, it, even with all my years on TV, I don't have any blooper reels that I know of that are circulating out on YouTube. So that's a good, that's Ooh, a way. No where I said something like, a, yeah. you know, dropped the wrong word yeah. on a hot mic or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I did that. Now, Does that happen? Yeah. Oh, it happens. Yeah. Just Google it. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> That's fun. Well, good for you. You yeah. know, um, I ran track also when I was okay. younger and I did the hurdles. That's tough. Yeah. Yep. And I nose dove. Yep. Sure did. And mm -hmm. you know what? I don't think I ever ran hurdles again. No. No. Once you drop and roll, you're done. Yeah. I had an uncle who was state champion hurdler and so the coach was like he, he knew I was quick I was fast I had the speed and so I think 
they thought, well, maybe she should hurdle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, heck no. Yeah. I can run fast in a straight line, but do not put anything in front of me because that is not going to work. Okay, yeah. so you wear a lot of hats. Yeah. How do you balance that? I mean, as a, you, yeah. really, you know, whether it's home life, multi-business owner, starting the new Mossy mm -hmm. 16 with um, a partner, which is great. Yes. That probably helps. But still, to me, it's so hard being protective of your time. I'm still working on that. If I'm going to be completely honest, mm -hmm. I don't know that there is true balance in my life. But that is what I'm working towards. So when I left that last job downtown doing all those events, which I loved, I did it because I needed to be at my kids' events. I didn't want to miss any more of their yeah. stuff. So that was really important to me. I wanted, my why was kind of like, I've got to slow down a little bit. Well, I haven't slowed down, but I do own my schedule, right? And so I'm trying to find some balance in that way. But it's really hard for me to say no to a project that I think would be really fun, even if I don't have the most time for it, or not sit on a board or not MC an event that, because I want to help. I'm just kind of, by nature, I, I want to help. Mm -hmm. And so, I'm still working on that balance mm -hmm. piece. If you were to ask my husband and my kids, they'd probably like, she doesn't have any balance. Like, she's a crazy person. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> where's mom? Right. Where's Waldo? Yeah, where's mom tonight? You know? We have a family yeah. calendar. Okay. Even even though our kids are adults, mm -hmm. it's nice, you know, when, when are mom and dad going to be out of town? Right. You know, when is everyone doing what? Right. It just helps us plan family time. Yeah. And we've tried that, and we've done that kind of in spurts successfully, but, you know, that's more to come on that. Mm -hmm. that. Still mm -hmm. in process. I get it. Yeah, I do. So, what's the biggest piece of advice you've ever been given? That's a good one. Um, you know, what other people think of you is not your opinion. It's not your business. What other people think of you is not your business. Yeah, right. Uh, I, being woo, I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. That's in my DNA too, um, and I think a lot of us are that way. Um, I'm, I've, as I get older, and I think this happens as you get older, your tolerance level just kind of goes down yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, I still want, you know, you still are eager as a person who is extroverted and a woo and a salesperson. You know, you still want people to like you, but I've gotten to that point where I'm like, that person doesn't. That's okay. It's not. That's not about me. It's kind of more about maybe what's going on with that person. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying. I think that is that's advice I've had for a long time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm good at taking it, and sometimes I'm not. But I'm trying to really teach my kids right now too at their ages, at in being a teenager. And today's, I think it's harder to be a teenager today than it was oh when gosh. we were with social media and all the stuff. Couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And they're both really well-adjusted kids and involved. So you know. They, they're doing fine. However, you know, just reminding them, especially my daughter, like, it's okay if you just have a few good friends. You don't need 50, you know, you don't need everybody to be, you know, so if, if she can kind of learn some of that and not, and just letting things kind of roll off her back a little easier, um, I think she'll be in a much better spot than I was throughout those years right. and worrying about those things. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. And that's what they say now with the kids and social media mm -hmm. and you, you can't get away from it. Right. And then you see something that someone wrote or said or right. you're included, you're not included. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's none of your business what other people think about you. Mm-hmm. It's none of your business what people say. Right. Because we just have to own who we are, right? Right. So I'm curious, tell me more about Moxie 16. Sure. So Moxie 16. So again, I've done communications consulting for a while, mm-hmm. but I was sort of in a place where my real estate uh, career, um, thank goodness, has done has been very active Mm -hmm. and it's been really great you know we hear all the news headlines about oh the financial crisis and real estate and nobody's in their office and what because I do commercial real estate I don't do residential Um, but Omaha we are we are so blessed to live where we live because we do not see what the coasts are seeing right Mm -hmm. now everything is is pretty strong here so so I'm very busy on in that on that side but I also have a lot of clients on the other side or people who will call and need my services and I really don't like to turn people away, especially people that I have a lot of respect for or projects that I wanna work on. Mm-hmm. So my partner, Michaela McMorris, she and I have known each other for a long time. Um, she worked in sales at Channel 7 when I was there and I was in the newsroom. Mm-hmm. And she remembers back in 2016 us kind of saying, you know what, at some point we're gonna do our own thing together. Mm-hmm. Hence the name 16. So, and we launched this just officially on March 16th, oh, is when our yeah. website went yeah. live. Awesome. Moxie is just what it says. Uh, we are two very kind of strong and, you know, women who've had successful careers mm-hmm. and have come together sort of in this magical way. I think it's kind of serendipitous. She has a lot of, we have some of the same skills in that world but we also have some different talents that mm-hmm. and when when put together, they're pretty powerful mm-hmm. and full of a lot of moxie. <laughs> and and uh, so that's where the name comes from. It's a great name. Yeah, so we, um, we're excited about it. You know, our idea for this company is really just to be, neither one of us believe in a one size fits all, a one size fits all approach with our clients. We know people are gonna call us because of our collective backgrounds and who we are. So we really are just interested in working and taking on probably a handful, you know, not a whole lot, um, who knows what the future holds, but very niche, very kind of boutique where if you hire us, you get us. You're not gonna get passed off to some junior account executive that's 22 years old and whatever. You're gonna get us. our primary pillars in that world are media relations, crisis communications, public mm-hmm. relations, marketing, branding, strategy, uh, media buying. And then we have partners that we can call on to help with social media graphics and that type of All thing. All those other things. But, you know, so communications is a very large umbrella, um, but both of us have a lot of real world experience mm-hmm. in those four or five things mm-hmm. I mentioned. Sounds like the perfect partnership to me. Yeah, sure is. It does, and she's great. She's a strong woman. Um, has a couple kids. Same thing. Her wives are very similar to mine, where we both want to be there for our families. We both want to be moms and be at events, but we are also extremely career oriented mm-hmm. and driven. And um, I think it's gonna that's, turn out okay. I think it will too. Yeah. So if someone wants to find you, mm-hmm. where would you like them to go? Do you want them to find you on the commercial real estate side? 
It do depends on their the, needs. Right. Sure. I mean, so I, give yeah. me some websites where we can. Sure. So our so our listeners and our viewers can say, hey, you know what? I liked one that one thing she said, okay. and I want to reach out. Sure. So she, you could uh, on the real estate side, you can certainly find me if you Google um, CBRE Omaha. There's uh, their website, and then look under the people, and yeah. you should yeah. be yeah. able you to are. find me. Yeah. Um, you could also just Google me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. So if yeah. you just Google Christy Anderson. You'll come up with a lot of stuff and probably some stories I did, you know, 15 <laughs> years, ago. years ago. Yeah, you'll probably come up with a lot of different hits. But um, and then on the communication side, our website is moxie16, the number 16.com, mm -hmm. and you can reach out to us there. Oh, I love all your your promo photos for the Moxie 16. Yeah, well, we found a really good photographer. That's important when you wow. get to my age. She's, yeah, she was good. Lots of, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> she was fantastic. Well, I would say that's a wrap, everyone. Um, thank you, Christy. You're I so welcome. appreciate your time. And guys, you know where to find me, HighTrustProfessionals.com. I am Lynette Aerosmith, your podcast host, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to find us on all social media platforms. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Are you on TikTok? TikTok <laughs> and Instagram. See you next time. <laughs>